Welcome to Freedom 95's Election Night 2020 coverage. Election Night coverage is brought to you by Gatekeeper Services in Plainfield, Economy, Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, Edwards Equipment in Danville, Freegi and Freegi Auctions and Marketing in Clayton. Now, here's your host, Todd Huff. All right, folks. So here we are, live election night. It is uh, a crazy place to be here. We got petals and bubbles and my son, and we've got pause. Yeah, pause here in the studio with us. So this is a unique environment for me. Normally it's just myself and Oz, but today we're making this special election night edition of the Todd Huff Show and. Folks, it's like drinking out of a water hose as you go through all of this information, as you begin to try to sift through. And, you know, there there are so many scenarios, so many projections, so many predictions. And I feel in a lot of ways that we are in a repeat of 2016. Now, that's, I hope that we are. I hope that we are. Um, this morning, this morning, the election map looked a lot like it did in 2016. Of course, we got the ever so famous cookie poll, the cookie poll in Pennsylvania, which in Pennsylvania showed that Trump, um, he sold like six times as many, six times as many cookies as Biden did. That's right. You know what? We're going to, now we're going to have fun. I, I think people need to understand that whatever happens tonight, and I was talking with a good friend about this today, whatever happens tonight, the battle for the heart, mind, and soul of this country is really in a lot of ways just just beginning. And so, (laughs) I don't know what's going on here behind the scenes, but nonetheless, I think we've got a battle for the heart, mind, and soul of this country no matter what happens. This is, the election is kind of like the coin toss in a football game. It's really, it determines who gets the ball first, who, you know, has control, so to speak, of how the game goes. But it's really what happens after you gain control and have possession um, of the football in that analogy, that that's when things happen. So this is important, very, very important. In fact, as we look at these returns roll in, there are uh, some concerning things. There's some very positive things. It appears that Trump is going to... I think, going to win Florida. I still think Trump will win Georgia. North Carolina is a little bit... Michigan. We, I think Trump will win Michigan, too. But what we're going to do, we'll have some fun in here. And I don't know if Jeremy can... Jeremy, you hear me in there. We're going to play... Have you guys seen Trump do the Trump dance? He does this little dance that to the YMCA song. And if Trump wins a certain states, I may, in fact, be doing the YMCA dance in here. I don't know. We'll see. But go ahead and play that, Jeremy, as we list off some of the states that have been given, or I guess awarded, based upon projections and so forth, to Trump. <clears throat> we've, got, we've got North and South Dakota. We've got Oklahoma, Missouri, Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Tennessee, Kentucky, Indiana, West Virginia, And, of course, that is uh, just the beginning. It looks like I think he'll get South Carolina, probably Georgia, and Florida as well. Bubbles was supposed to dance. I can do a little bit of dance. Have you guys seen Trump do this? It's not very good, but that's all right. So 
Look, we've got work to do no matter what the scenario here is after after today. But this election, of course, is critically important. There's a lot at stake. I really think that you're looking at two diametrically opposed ideologies on on the ticket. You're looking at one side that wants more government, that wants more control, more money, take away more of your choices, take away more of your freedom, regulate your use of firearms more, even take those away in some instance, versus the side that wants to see limited government, versus the side that wants to see lower taxation. You get to keep more of what you want, freedom of religion, freedom of speech, all these sorts of things that are really fundamentally part of what was in the fabric of this great nation. And so America has a choice. It's the one thing I agree with Joe Biden on. The one thing I agree with Joe Biden on is that this is a battle for the heart, mind, and soul of America. And so we're going to watch as these these returns come in and talk about this. But again, I want to go back. I want to go back because there's a whole, there's many ways to look at this, right? I mean, we've got the results that we're looking at tonight. We've got the possibility of not knowing who wins this thing for days, potentially. There's, there is a, there are six counties, six or seven counties in Pennsylvania that Trump had very strong performances in back in 2016 that are not even going to count the mail-in ballots until after today. So we may not know about Pennsylvania. You've got lawsuits. You've got some states that are allowing ballots to come in for days. You've got Supreme Court rulings on some of these things saying that ballots can be received up until three days after the election, but that you have to count those ballots separately in a different, uh, a different stack, so to speak. So we've got a lot, a lot to, to navigate here. But I think the best news of the night so far for Trump, so far for Trump, is, is Florida. And it appears that he's going to win that. The most concerning point of the night for Trump thus far is, is North Carolina. And that appears to be, I don't know, Bubbles, if you can see where we are right now with North Carolina. But that's the one that is a little bit concerning, maybe a lot concerning. Um, North Carolina, if it's not a, a state that Trump has to win, but it is a state that Trump, I think, really should win. And it's going to, it's going to definitely help him, um, you know, pull this thing off. It's, it's a very important uh, piece of the puzzle, if you will, because if he doesn't win North Carolina and Arizona, that creates havoc for him. He's got to win a couple of states in the Rust Belt at that point. So right now, based upon counts right now with 78% of the precincts reporting in North Carolina, we have Biden at 50.9%, Trump at 48%. That's roughly, what is that, 130,000 votes uh, separating those two. So again, I still think there's western North Carolina counties that need to be reported, areas that could favor Trump, but is there enough to make up the difference? I don't I don't know. I don't know. So we will see how that goes. But again, Florida right now I think is the uh, is the biggest prize and to me it was based upon the, the data. I've got a friend that follows this stuff really closely. Based upon the data we've seen from how many more Republicans were voting uh, than Democrats in the state of Florida, it looked good for President Trump all uh, during the early voting process, and of course even through today. So that is good news. I've turned. To, I, I don't know where that went. You can take that back. 
I've taken away the, the map I was looking at here. But anyway, so we're navigating this. We're, we're seeing where things go, but there are still a lot of states in play. There's been no surprises as of yet. Gotten word that Cory Gardner, Republican senator from Colorado, has lost his seat based upon projections. Uh, but again, the night is still young, and there's still a lot of important uh, seats at play or in play here in the Senate as well. So it's not just the presidency. That's important. The presidency is very, very important, especially when you're looking at a president like Trump, who really has, uh, in a lot of ways, fundamentally changed for the better uh, the direction that this country has has been going. Um, but there's a lot to process. Right. I mean, if you're like me, you're thinking about all these rallies, looking at Trump in Butler, Pennsylvania, 58,000, 58,000 people come out to see him. It's a, re a remarkable thing in a small, small town. Does that translate into votes? How does that work? 20% of the people that go to those rallies, they are Democrats. That's an incredible thing, maybe even more in some states. But the states to watch tonight, North Carolina, and Arizona, those are the two that I think are the most concerning uh, for Trump. But there's not been any big surprises yet, and it appears that Trump is going to win Florida, which, again, is a huge step in the right direction. So what do we got here? I got the team telling me Colorado is going to, to Biden with 35% reporting, and Trump, uh, Trump maybe Wisconsin is just starting to report. So, those are important states, too. Again, if Trump wins, you know, first of all, if he holds on to North Carolina and Arizona, he just needs to win either Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, or, or Pennsylvania. I guess assuming he doesn't lose Ohio, which we're starting to, to look at numbers there as well. But there's a lot of turnout. A lot of states are going to be closing polls here very soon. And, of course, we're still uh, looking at some of these returns as they come in. So we'll continue to do this throughout the evening, throughout the evening. But I think, to me, the big takeaway here as we think about this, critically important, this election matters, obviously, big deal. But I think too many Americans, I remember back in 2016, they thought, they thought that I can't wait. I remember hearing people say this, I can't wait to get past the election because then things will get back to normal. Folks, we have an ideological civil war, nonviolent largely outside of the radicals at Antifa, but we have an ideological civil war on our hands, and this is not going away until one side clearly wins the ideological battle in government and can actually move us either back towards constitutional government, back towards capitalism, or, God forbid, if the socialists win, move us towards larger government, socialism, maybe worse. So we'll talk about this as we continue to look at the results what we find out here in the hours to come, but we're going to be with you here till 11 o'clock this evening. We're on Facebook and YouTube, Twitter as well, but here we are in the Freedom 95 studios. We don't normally broadcast from here. It's kind of a nice, nice setup, and it's nice to have the team, other than probably Bubbles over here staring at me, but that's okay. That's all right. So what we're going to do here is take a break, come back and look at these numbers, talk about what's at stake and pick it up on the other side of this uh, break. So take a quick time out. You're listening here to special election night coverage of the Todd Huff Show. Be back here in just a minute.
your bank treated you like a person instead of an account number? What if you could sit across from the person you are opening an account with or requesting a loan from and have an actual conversation? You may be thinking, Todd, that's crazy talk. Well, not at Citizens Bank. Come visit them in Monrovia and meet Nick Gibson, their new branch manager, and the rest of their staff. Or give them a call at 317-831-0110. Citizens Bank is an equal housing lender and member FDIC. It's deer season. Whether you are an experienced hunter or just looking to start, the Outdoorsman Sports Shop in Greenwood has the deer gear you need. With an indoor archery range, huge product selection, and a friendly staff ready to answer all your questions, we can help you through bow, gun, and muzzleloader season. Make the Outdoorsman in Greenwood part of your deer camp this year. Find us online at OutdoorsmanSportsShop.com. Happy hunting. Outside of the federal government, no one likes losing money. Any amount of money. Not just the $6 billion the State Department lost. And what makes losing money worse is knowing that we could have done something to stop it. Well, if you have an inefficient furnace, a toilet that won't stop running, or a leaky faucet, you can do something about it. You can call the good folks at Economy Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing. Call 317-831-5279 or visit economyheatingandair.com. All right, here we go. I went to my first firearms, firearms auction a few years ago. It was hosted by TJ Frigi, one of my good friends from high school, who is a champion auctioneer and one of the best in the business. In spite of objections from liberal legislators, I walked away with a 22 rifle and a few boxes of ammunition. And I had a great afternoon with my grandpa that I won't soon forget. If you've ever wondered what treasure you could find in an auction... Visit FreegeeAuctioneers.com and take a look at their upcoming Central Indiana auction schedule. That's Freegee, F-R-E-I-J-E, Auctioneers.com. Visit FreegeeAuctioneers.com. Hi, I'm TJ Freegee, owner and lead auctioneer at Freegee and Freegee Auctions and Marketing. I invite you to come see the power of live auctions. It's fast, it's fun, it's transparent, and it's the absolute best way to ensure you get fair market value for your asset today. Get results Go auction. Need to refresh or renovate your commercial space? Call Interior Construction Services today. Providing the highest level of quality construction at a competitive price. Our service-minded team is here to deliver the detail-oriented environment you're looking to create. On time and on budget. Call us at 317-991-4660 or visit us online at interiorconstruct.com. Interior Construction Services. Progressive. Productive. Professional. Did you know that there are 21,000 chimney fires annually? It's one of the reasons why it's so important to have a CSIA certified chimney technician clean and inspect your chimney every year. Keep your family safe by joining our three-year sweep and inspection plan. And mention Todd to be entered to win $1,000 in cash. Contact Smalling Masonry, a Christian-owned business, at 317-903-8121 to learn more today. Now more of Freedom 95's Election Night 2020 coverage. Election Night coverage is brought to you by Edwards Equipment in Danville. Now here's your host, Todd Huff.
All right, folks, welcome back. We're still trying to navigate this. Florida is still the one that we're watching closely. I think it's pretty clear at this particular point that it will be called for Trump, but but we're still waiting on some precincts to report. Trump really has done you know, the, the parts of the state that typically hurt Trump are, of course, southern, southern Florida, um, Broward County, uh, Miami-Dade County. And if you look at Miami-Dade in particular, again, there's 91% pre, uh, of the precincts reporting there. 91%. Trump is within about 75, 80, I guess it's 85,000 votes. Um, he's down about seven points, which is pretty, I think, remarkable. Now you get up to Broward County, it's a little bit different story where he's losing roughly two to one. And even in, in, in Palm Beach County, um, you're looking at, again, about a, it's, it's a bigger margin. But again, this is, uh, the state is shaping up very strongly for President Donald Trump here. And for those of you that don't know, Florida is separated into two two time zones. So the the panhandle portion of Florida, all the polls will close at the same time. Uh, well, the same time on the clock, so they're an hour an hour later. So that's part of the reason, part of the reason, not all of the reason, but part of the reason why some of these uh, we don't have data. But we're close. I think Florida is really close to uh, you know, to being to being called. So I feel really really good about that. Now I've got um, some folks that are telling me it looks like the Democrats are going to maintain control of the House, which whew, four more years, or I guess two more years, of more than likely a Speaker Nancy Pelosi. But then that opens up the whole, <laughs> I don't even want to think about that, but that opens up the whole scenario of determining whether or not there's going to be a fight. I know AOC earlier this week, maybe last week, um, indicated that she might not be in support of a Speaker Pelosi. So there's this battle within both parties, folks. There is a battle for control of the heart, mind, and soul of America, but there's also a battle for control of both the Democrat Party and the Republican Party. And in the Democrat Party, it is the hardcore, radical, socialists, unhinged, wanting to usher in uh, I mean, in many cases, the equivalent of, of Venezuela and Cuba. And then you've got some of the more modern liberal types. In the Republican Party, you've got the, the I don't know, the country club Republicans. You've got those who are really kind of liberal Republicans. And then you've got conservative Republicans. And there's a battle for control of that, uh, of, of the Republican Party as well. And this is this is not going not going away. This is going to be the scenario. This is going to be the case uh, moving forward. And and we have to in fact this is one of the reasons why we've launched um, something called Conservative Not Bitter University. Um, this is something that is important to me, not just to win in these elections, which is critical. I'm not downplaying this, I'm not minimizing this. We have to win these elections. I don't want to mince any words about this. But in addition to that, we have to actually persuade people. We actually have to make people love this country again, right? We have to make people understand the founding principles of this nation. And no, I'm not talking about slavery, but I'm telling you, I'm talking about the other ideas that the founders embraced, that the founders embodied, that the founders put into, you know, into our founding documents. Those things are critically important 
in our nation. And we've not, we've had a whole generation of folks that's not been taught those. We've had a whole generation of folks that have actually been taught to hate a lot of those things. To hate, say, the Second Amendment, to hate free speech, to think that anytime someone says something that they don't like, they should go out and not do business with that particular company or someone that works there or what have you. And so we have to, you know, there are people that are so far to the left, so far committed to some of these radical ideas, hardcore Marxists and so forth, that I understand that they're not persuadable. But there are plenty of people, I encounter them on a regular basis, that they just had answers to their questions. They could actually accept the truths of constitutional conservatism. And so, anyway, it's one of the reasons why we've launched this conservative Not Bitter University. It's designed to help people be better and not bitter, help them communicate their conservative ideas and principles, because this election is is really a symptom of a deeper problem. The problem problem we have is a problem, I think, that that kind of runs the gamut from uh, cultural problem, spiritual problem, uh, these are ideological problems. This is something that's deep in our nation, um, and I think we have to find a way to address that. Politics is just the battlefield for those ideological issues and concerns. And so, anyway, we're launching this conservative, not bitter university. You can find out more information, toddoffshow.com slash CNBU. Yeah, CNBU, conservative, not bitter university. Anyway. So this, again, tonight we're looking at where the country is going to be going, the leaders that we're going to be electing, who's going to be you know, having control of the House of Representatives, which, again, appears to be the Democrats, which doesn't surprise many folks. But again, what, what does that mean? I'll tell you, if we have a President Trump, it probably means more talk about impeachment. That probably means more talk about uh, just gridlock, just radical things like the New Green Deal, things like tax increases, um, just all sorts of attacks on kind of our fundamental liberties. That is that is what we're going to see coming out of the House of Representatives. And that's bad, but what's worse is a Democrat House, a Democrat Senate, and a Democrat President. And so the Senate still can go to the Republicans, but the Republicans are playing defense, as you as you well know, if you've been following this, there's a third, roughly a third of the seats in the Senate that are up every two years, and Republicans are playing defense. More of their seats are up for election this year than are Democrat seats. And so that is going to be a tough row to, to hoe, so to speak, um, for Republicans to hold the Senate. But it's still possible. It's still possible. But the worst scenario is for there to be a clean sweep, for there to be a clean sweep of the Democrats holding the House, Senate, and, of course, Biden, or should I say Kamala Harris, being our next president. Have you seen Biden, by the way? How many times has Biden said, I'm her running mate? Have you seen him say this? I know I've, I've played the soundbite on our show. I don't have it queued up here. But Biden actually says, she, I, I'm her running mate, as though she's the president. She's been introduced at events, Kamala Harris, as our next president of the United States. Now, I know many of you hearing my voice are nodding and saying, yes, that's been the plan. Biden is simply the vessel, but Biden is not capable. Biden is not competent. Biden is not really, half the time doesn't know where he is. He thinks he's running against George Bush. We saw that earlier. I think it was last week now that I say that. 
But there's just constant confusion from Biden. And, of course, Trump plays these videos during his rallies and so forth. But anyway, that's the worst-case scenario. And Kamala Harris, by the way, folks, has been has been rated the most liberal senator in the U.S. Senate, which is pretty terrifying when you think that includes Bernie Sanders, that includes Elizabeth Warren. Um, those two are obviously very leftist. But to think Kamala Harris may literally be the next president of the United States, what do you know about Kamala Harris? What does the average person know about Kamala Harris. I'll tell you, most people that cast that ballot for Biden didn't cast it for Kamala Harris. They didn't even really probably cast it for Biden. They cast it in many instances against President Donald Trump. But of course, this is still anyone's game. Fox is showing 129 to 94 in the electoral college count. Again, none of these major uh, swing states have been called yet keeping an eye on Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Florida. A little bit later, we'll look at Arizona, Nevada as well. But this battle's not going anywhere. This battle will continue. This battle is going to be, it's going to be raging for some time because it's, it's, it's deeper than just politics. It's deeper than politics. But I'm, I'm encouraged because, you know, when the American Revolution was started... We're having a debate in here over taxes, I just noticed. But but when the Revolutionary War was started, when the Revolutionary War was started, that there were not everybody was prepared to fight for our freedom from England. Right? This was not this wasn't something that was universally accepted. In fact, it's roughly, and it's not exactly this, but roughly a third wanted independence, a third were loyal to the king, and a third were um, really didn't want anything to be, they didn't want to be messed with. And we navigated that, and of course we've navigated other difficult times throughout history as well. And we can do it again, but we've got to be engaged, and we've got to be in the business of persuading other people. There are folks, I mean, they have good questions and we have good answers, so why not provide them? That's what we're doing with CNB University, Conservative Not Better University, CNBU. You can find out more by going to our website, toddfshow.com slash CNBU. But Anyway, tonight is another story, and we're still waiting on some other polls to close here. Um, probably talk about some Indiana races here on the flip side. Take a quick time out and look at some of these local, local races, congressional races, governor's race, and so forth. On the other side of this break, we will do that when we get back. Thank you for listening to special election night coverage of the Todd Huff Show. By the way, we're on mornings, 5 to 7 a.m. here on Freedom 95, also Facebook, YouTube, Twitter and toddhuffshow.com slash listen. See you here in just a few minutes. Indiana weather can be a roller coaster with cold, windy winters with unexpected big storms. Sometimes your roof can take only so much. When you need roof repair or replacement, turn to your local indie team, SPG Roofing and Restoration. They're not an out-of-towner, and they're not a one-man show. Call 317-70-ROOFS for a trustworthy, no-cost roof inspection, insurance logistics expertise, and professional licensed and bonded roof repair and replacement online at spgroof.com. 
we have clearly people that are moving us towards socialism and towards big government and towards government being our savior. Then they tell us that we don't elect saviors. Well, then I say if we don't elect saviors, then stop trying to save me from myself. Stop trying to take away my liberties. Stop trying to insist that I comply with every little minutia and detail of your particular worldview. Todd Huff on your morning drive. He's conservative, not bitter. 5 to 7 a.m. on Freedom 95. Hi, Jeff Roman here, host of No More Dead Radio on Freedom 95. How many celebrity debt-free gurus do you know out there showing people how to spend their way out of debt? Now you're laughing, I know, but I'm dead serious. We literally put the fun back into debt-free living by teaching you how to spend your way out of debt. If you're ready to learn one of the fastest debt elimination wealth accumulation processes ever invented, call 888-302-PLAN. You could be debt-free in nine years or less, including the mortgage on your home, even if you just got it, and free of all consumer debt within two to three years. You're thinking, Jeff, you're going to make me live out of the back of a station wagon and shower at the local truck stop. That's not our process, and you don't have to do that, ever. All of this can be done without increasing your income, getting a second job, or spending a single penny more than you're spending right now. Thousands of people have done it. Call today, 888-302-PLAN, and we will build your debt elimination analysis and plan free of charge. No books to buy, no classes to go through. Call 888-302-PLAN and get yours today. Interesting times, Indy. It's good to know Rhino Shield's helping folks end their painting worries like they did with Rich. Aluminum siding built in 1961, and we wanted to change the color. Our crews always follow Indiana's guidelines on social distancing. We work outside while you're safe inside. It's hard to paint aluminum siding and get a good adhesion with regular paint, so Rhino Shield was great. Right now is the perfect time to get 20% off the 25-year guaranteed protection of Rhino Shield. They came on a Saturday and power washed, and in two full days, they, they worked on a Monday and were completely done by Tuesday. Call today for a free virtual presentation and ask for our showcase homes near you where you can see our finished product from the safety of your car. Here's Rhino Shield's Jane Smith. Call me at 888-RHINO-41. That's 888-RHINO-41. Protect your family and we'll protect your home for the next 25 years. Hey, don't Rhino, go Rhino Shield. Never paint your house again. Rhino Shield. What if your bank treated you like a person instead of an account number? What if you could sit across from the person you are opening an account with or requesting a loan from and have an actual conversation? You may be thinking, Todd, that's crazy talk. Well, not at Citizens Bank. Come visit them in Monrovia and meet Nick Gibson, their new branch manager, and the rest of their staff. Or give them a call at 317-831-0110. Citizens Bank is an equal housing lender and member FDIC. It's deer season. Whether you are an experienced hunter just looking to start, the Outdoorsman Sports Shop in Greenwood has the deer gear you need. With an indoor archery range, huge product selection, and a friendly staff ready to answer all your questions, we can help you through bow, gun, and muzzleloader season. Make the Outdoorsman in Greenwood part of your deer camp this year. Find us online at OutdoorsmanSportsShop.com. Happy hunting. Now more of Freedom 95's Election Night 2020 coverage. Election Night coverage is brought to you by Freegee and Freegee Auctions and Marketing in Clayton. Now, here's your host, Todd Huff.
take a little bit of time here and look at the state races. The state races. Governor has been called. Eric Holcomb winning big, 59 to 29. And Bubbles, would you say that? Uh, whole, uh, there we go. About 12 percent for Rainwater. So again, that's a strong showing for a Libertarian. <clears throat> Rainwater, I thought, did a fantastic job in the debates. Um, it was interesting to me to watch what we had on display with the three candidates. I talked about this, I think, maybe last week or the week before. We had Holcomb, and look, Hulk, I don't, look, I don't want to come across, I don't have any personal problems with, with Holcomb, but I get a little bit perturbed when I, I just feel like I'm listening to uh, almost a pre-recorded political speech when I'm listening to Holcomb. You know, how is, <laughs> you know, talking about uh, the economy. Well, I want to congratulate Hoosiers and first responders and firefighters and police officers and teachers and how we just pulled together. I don't know. I just, that just rubs me the wrong way. We have real problems, and I just don't feel like that's a real way. It's not the way that, um, I mean, my, my staff's in here right now. It's not the way that we talk in the real world and in the office, and I don't know. It's just a little bit off-putting to me, but it's, again, I don't, he, he's he's done a reasonably good job. I don't mean to, I, and it's a good thing to have a, a, a Republican instead of Woody Myers, who, by the way, I watched that that first debate, and I, I, I felt like we had Holcomb, who was engaging in, in political speak, and then we had Woody Myers, who was engaged in radical nonsense. Radical nonsense, he's coming in at 29%. By the way, he's not even, uh, he's about 9 percentage points based upon what I'm looking at behind Joe Biden in the uh, in the race here in Indiana, so he didn't get as many votes even as, as Biden did. And then, and then Donald Rainwater. Donald Rainwater, who I would say has become a, a bit of a friend of this program. And um, I, I just I listened to what the guy said and how he handled himself in the debate. And I was thoroughly impressed uh, by his, his campaign. I was thoroughly impressed by what I heard coming from him in that debate from how I just, just interacting with him. I was thoroughly impressed with him and we need more people like that uh, running for office. We need more people that are talking about limiting our government, returning power to the people, uh, limiting taxation, just, just getting out of this regulated state. Um, again, I'm, I'm happy the Holcomb won, but um, and again, rainwater certainly Certainly performed better than than expected. Rokita, Todd Rokita, um, did well as well, becoming uh, the uh, looking to be the attorney general. He has about a oh gee about a four hundred thousand vote lead over his Democrat opponent. And at last check, one of the seats, uh, one of the races that we want to watch closely here in Central Indiana is the. District Five U.S. House race. Victoria Sparts, Christina Hale. By the way, we did have we did have uh, Victoria Sparks on the program last week. She's a fascinating individual, very intelligent, um, very you know she's got an amazing history. She came from a situation you know, she came from Ukraine. She lived, she saw what it was like on the other side of that iron curtain. So she has a perspective on what we're seeing in our government today that is pretty fascinating as far as a terrifying too, don't misunderstand me, but to see 
um, what we're looking at from some of our elected officials, from folks who are really pushing some of the ideas and concepts that you would hear embraced by people in in communist Ukraine. I mean, it sounds ridiculous to have to utter those words, but she's seen that firsthand, and right now she's got about a 19,000 or so vote lead over her Democrat opponent, uh, Christina, Christina Hale. So those are some of the bigger races here in the state of Indiana. Again, all these seats matter. All these races matter. Um, just getting, just getting a, a text from a buddy to, to go back national here. Again, this is like drinking from a water hose with all the information. But the betting odds, I'm telling you, this is just like 2016 in a lot of ways. The betting odds, he told me, just flipped for Trump uh, so that Trump is now a 64% favorite. It's just remarkable to watch this play out. And I want to talk about that throughout the, later in the show. I want to talk about what are we going to do if Trump wins this election? That will be two elections. Two elections that they told us Trump had no chance. In fact, I was going to start the night by saying, based upon projections, Trump had a 10 times greater chance, based upon the prognosticators, a 10 times greater chance of winning this election than he had of winning the last election. They said he had a 10% chance of winning this one. Nate Silver did. But then Nate Silver made some comment saying that if Trump won Pennsylvania, suddenly Biden would become the underdog. These things make no sense. Biden or Silver, Nate Silver of 538, someone who's supposed to have a great understanding, a great understanding of statistics. He said that things that happen 10% of the time happen with regularity. It's as though he has no idea what he's talking about. I mean, things literally that happen 10% of the time happen 1 out of 10. Even Bubbles can calculate that. 1 out of 10. That'll get his attention real quick. Anyway, but 1 out of 10. That's not a lot of times. But if this, if Trump ends up winning here, which again, um, I still think that he, I still think that he's the favorite. And now the people betting um, 64% are now saying that, or 64% chance of Trump winning. This is, again, I'm just reminded of 2016. I was sitting in the same chair back in 2016. Yeah, they're now saying that Trump's uh, is, is ahead in Texas as well, which I expect Trump to win Texas. It may be closer than we expect, just like Georgia may be closer than we expect. But nonetheless, uh, I think Trump's going to come out victorious. The states that, that concern me, Again, or Wisconsin, and, or excuse me, North Carolina, and, and probably Arizona as we get to that a little bit later. Anyway, so we looked at the, the state seats. Indiana's got a strong, of course, Republican showing, and that's, uh, that's good. That is good. Now we've got to continue to hopefully ride that momentum and at least win the White House and, and hopefully, hopefully still keep the Senate as well. So we'll get back to looking at things nationally here in just a few minutes on the other side of the break. You're joining the special edition of the Todd Huff Show, election night coverage, live here in the Freedom 95 studios. Again, we're on from 5 to 7, 5 to 7 a.m. weekdays on this station, and also on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. You can catch us at ToddHuffShow.com as well. Be back here, folks, in just a minute.
if your bank treated you like a person instead of an account number? What if you could sit across from the person you are opening an account with or requesting a loan from and have an actual conversation? You may be thinking, Todd, that's crazy talk. Well, not at Citizens Bank. Come visit them in Monrovia and meet Nick Gibson, their new branch manager, and the rest of their staff. Or give them a call at 317-831-0110. Citizens Bank is an equal housing lender and member FDIC. It's deer season. Whether you are an experienced hunter just looking to start, the Outdoorsman Sports Shop in Greenwood has the deer gear you need. With an indoor archery range, huge product selection, and a friendly staff ready to answer all your questions. We can help you through bow, gun, and muzzle loader season. Make the Outdoorsman in Greenwood part of your deer camp this year. Find us online at OutdoorsmanSportsShop.com. Happy hunting. Outside of the federal government, no one likes losing money. Any amount of money, not just the $6 billion the State Department lost. And what makes losing money worse is knowing that we could have done something to stop it. Well, if you have an inefficient furnace, a toilet that won't stop running, or a leaky faucet, you can do something about it. You can call the good folks at Economy Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing. Call 317-831-5279 or visit economyheatingandair.com. All right, here we go. I went to my first firearms, firearms auction a few years ago. It was hosted by T.J. Frigi, one of my good friends from high school, who is a champion auctioneer and one of the best in the business. In spite of objections from liberal legislators, I walked away with a 22 rifle and a few boxes of ammunition. And I had a great afternoon with my grandpa that I won't soon forget. If you've ever wondered what treasure you could find in an auction... Visit FreeGAuctioneers.com and take a look at their upcoming Central Indiana auction schedule. That's Freegee, F-R-E-I-J-E, Auctioneers.com. Visit FreegeeAuctioneers.com. Hi, I'm TJ Freegee, owner and lead auctioneer at Freegee and Freegee Auctions and Marketing. I invite you to come see the power of live auctions. It's fast, it's fun, it's transparent, and it's the absolute best way to ensure you get fair market value for your asset today. Get results Go auction. Need to refresh or renovate your commercial space? Call Interior Construction Services today. Providing the highest level of quality construction at a competitive price. Our service-minded team is here to deliver the detail-oriented environment you're looking to create. On time and on budget. Call us at 317-991-4660 or visit us online at interiorconstruct.com. Interior Construction Services. Progressive, productive, professional. Did you know that there are 21,000 chimney fires annually? It's one of the reasons why it's so important to have a CSIA certified chimney technician clean and inspect your chimney every year. Keep your family safe by joining our three-year sweep and inspection plan. And mention Todd to be entered to win $1,000 in cash. Contact Smalling Masonry, a Christian-owned business, at 317-903-8121 to learn more today. Now more of Freedom 95's Election Night 2020 coverage. Election Night coverage is brought to you by Edwards Equipment in Danville. Now here's your host, Todd Huff. All right, getting some, some questions and feedback here. 
one of the states in question, one of the states in question now looks to be the state of, <clears throat> excuse me, Virginia. The state of Virginia, which Virginia is an interesting, um, an interesting state. Well, now we're looking at Georgia as uh, as well. Here we go. Fox is showing that Georgia has a 78% probability of going to Biden at this particular point. I don't know how they're basing that, but again, they're, these are all prog uh, projections and prognostications and so forth. But that's a pretty, pretty substantial number, especially a state like a state like Georgia. Um, so that's out there. But but uh, Virginia, I'm getting messages here that it appears Virginia. Um, has gone from the clear column of being in favor of uh, being a Biden state to possibly now being a, a Trump state. So we've got that going on. Also, by the way, Trump is ahead currently, based upon what we've seen reported in the electoral, or excuse me, in the uh, popular vote, which again, that's maybe not totally surprising. Um, because we're some of that's going to be made up when we see the state of California uh, report a little bit later later in the evening. So there's that going on. Um, but there's a lot of again this this a lot of this is to be expected. A lot of this back and forth as as we know, folks. This is this is a competitive competitive uh, election. These states are close. Turnout is key. We have Republicans that are voting for Biden. Don't ask me to explain that. I cannot do that. I can, but I don't understand it on another level. We have Republicans, excuse me, Democrats that are voting for Trump. I can understand that. We have people, you know, massive turnout. We have people that haven't voted maybe ever who have come out. And so a lot of this is, is really, um, I think in a lot of ways kind of just um, we're in uncharted territory we're in uncharted territory here <clears throat> as we move into um, the deeper part of this evening but again a lot of uh, there's concerning things but there's also again some very very good news and I'm still waiting for, for Florida well now we're well I was about to say my, my vision's blocked here I thought that Virginia might have been Looking more towards Trump, but that's not the case. Anyway, D.C. By the way, D.C., 93% voted for Biden. 93% voted for Biden. You want to know why we call D.C. the swamp? You want to know why people have a problem with establishment candidates? A guy that's been there for 47 years, folks. 47 years. Those are Trump asked him some really good questions, by the way. You know, he asked – he says, I've done more in 47 months – than Joe Biden did in 47 years. What makes you think that electing a guy who's been in Washington, D.C. for 47 years, almost half a century, longer than many voters are, you know, longer in D.C. than they've even been alive, how in the world is this guy going to change Washington, D.C.? Why didn't he do it whenever he was vice president with um, Barack Obama? Why didn't he do it Whenever he was serving in the Senate for as long as he did, why not? Why not? 93% of people in D.C. 93% of people in D.C. voting 
voting for Joe Biden. And they want to make D.C. a state, which that's another thing that's on um, on their list of dreams to accomplish. Make Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico states. Pack the courts. Make those two states. And basically do away uh, with the Republican Party for generations to come. D.C., by the way, should never be a state. D.C. was deliberately carved out of two states. was carved out of Maryland and Virginia. They gave the... Virginia got its land back, but D.C. was carved out of those two states to be the house or the seat of our federal government. It was carved out so that the federal government would not be seated in a state. Now we're actually wanting the entire state... The Democrats are wanting an entire state to be the seat of our federal government, where 93% of those folks are voting for Joe Biden this evening. I look, I if you that's a major problem, that's a major problem. The folks there are voting for their own personal self interest. Bubbles, I can't read that. North Carolina, what is it? So North Carolina's tightening, but again, closer than closer than I think a lot of people um, expected. South Carolina's just been called by Fox as well. But back to this D.C. thing. This D.C. thing, D.C.'s not a state. D.C. should should not be a state. If D.C. folks, and Lindsey Graham has won re-election as well. Look, I'm not a huge Lindsey Graham fan, but I will say this. He has changed a lot since Donald Trump has been president, so... Congratulations to him, and that's a good thing to hold on to that seat as well. But D.C. should not be a state. If it's going to be anything, it should go back to being a part of Virginia. But again, that's not what the founders, not what the founders wanted. So, I don't. Uh, these are the things that are on the ballot that we never get to because we're too busy talking about Trump's tweets, or because we're too busy talking about Trump's tax returns, or because we're too engrossed in some stupid discussion about Russian collusion about how Trump called up Vladimir Putin and said, hey, why don't you come up with a Facebook campaign, a Pokemon Go campaign, to trick people into voting for me in 2016. People that were going to vote for Hillary steal the election from her, as though this is really the way things happen. You know, I've worked in advertising, folks. If this really was the way that, that, that things happened, every corporation in the world would hire that, that firm to get people to act and to take action that they simply ask them to take with a social media ad. It's preposterous, it's silly, but nonetheless, it is the narrative. It is the narrative. So we never get to a lot of these key issues because we're too busy talking about superficialities, we're too busy talking about who's racist, who's sexist, who's bigoted, who's homophobic, all these sorts of things. And meanwhile, under the surface, some really important uh, things are percolating and need to be dealt with. So, looking here in a couple of minutes, and we've got a extended break through the top of the hour, but as we get back from this break, we will be uh, looking at some polls closing in Nevada, Montana, and so forth as well. You're listening to special election night coverage of the Todd Huff Show here live in or at the Freedom 95 studios. See you in just a few minutes.